Hello and welcome back to the Accommodation Show. We help accommodation owners like you get the knowledge and skills that you need to grow your business, improve your guest experience, and increase your profitability. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Accommodation Show. Today is a great day. Today is a great day because we are joined by the beautiful, wonderful Nancy McAleer from Flarbo, which is Florida Rental by Owners. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Bart. It's great to be here. This is your second time joining us. It is, it is. It's good to be back. That's so good. And look, the reason why I wanted to get you back is one, obviously you're a, a top operator and you really understand um, short-term rentals. You understand the accommodation space and hospitality and marketing. You're an entrepreneur. You really um, are pushing boundaries in this particular industry. Um, and I wanted to get you back because roughly about a year ago, we started talking about email marketing. And I felt that it's a topic which is so important that we needed to revisit it, have another conversation, and um, give some really great information to the audience about um, about what they can do within their business. So, um, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Um, uh, how have you been going? So, I know that you've been working on, on, on your business and that you guys have had some really good news lately. Can you tell us a little bit, bit about what you've been doing in the past uh, yeah, six, yeah, 12 months? Yeah, for sure. I'm so excited. Oh, gosh. So, in about a month ago, a little bit more than a month ago, we did our uh, newest software launch of 2021 for Florida Rent by Owners. And it was a launch that we did an improvement on over 80 features to the website. So, it really is a much improved more dynamic, streamlined, modern, uh, seamless integration for our hosts and travelers to really connect together and do their direct bookings that way and where the host can really take control of the entire booking process. So we're really excited about that and the travelers can join uh, for free and they don't have to pay any traveler fees. So it's it's really exciting times for us and now we're really focused on scaling up and um, and, and just growing from here. That's amazing. And uh, your properties and COVID, how did how did that all pan out for you? Yeah. So in Florida, we were shut down for two months. I think it was full two months in March and April and half of May um, back in 2020. They actually reopened fairly quickly uh, with uh, obviously advanced protocols on cleaning and um, and and making sure everybody was very safe. Um, and then since then, it's just been gangbusters. It has just been a travel revenge um, because most people like in Florida, there's a really huge market for cruises and um, a lot of resorts, but nobody wants to go with them anymore because obviously everybody wants to be in a safe environment. So cruise lines are off uh, the ticket for a lot of people for vacations. And uh, same thing with the big BC hotels, forget about it. It's all vacation rentals. There is not enough supply to meet the demand. And it's been that way steadily, the complete cycle of last year. And it's really hot this year. Just we're finding in November and December, it's starting to slow just a little bit. Whereas before it was like week to week to week, everybody was booked back to back. Yeah, so, look, we, we yeah. found the same thing over here when we were open. Um, we've had a, a lot tougher time over here in Australia where uh, lockdowns have been sort of 
incessant and and uh, create a lot of uh, uncertainty for people as well so that you know they make a booking they're not sure whether it's going to stick and that sort of thing so awesome so you did all right so you've done really well over the past little while with the business just uh, curious uh, direct bookings versus um, and not direct bookings. What was what was the percentage, and you, how how did how did that part play out? So for me as a host, I have uh, I think it's sixty four, sixty five percent direct bookings, and the rest is through uh, VRBO. Let's say um, uh, so those sites. Well, for me, direct bookings is through my own personal website that I have for my own rentals, as well as Flarbo. I consider it a direct booking site because as soon as the person, uh, the traveler sends an inquiry, I take over as a host the entire booking cycle. So I can mm -hmm. manage everything from the booking and the payment processing, et cetera, all the way through. Um, so that I consider direct as well as any social that comes in, straight direct, that kind of thing. So yeah, I've 65, 35. And did you find that that increased after or in the past year or has it been pretty consistent? Not for my large homes. Like I, I have four and five bedroom homes and for my large one, the five bedroom, I found that the demand was so high on the OTA of like HomeAway VRBO that it was uh, because of how people were coming back together and they were really hadn't seen their family and friends for a long time. And those large homes were just booking up like crazy. And um, because of the marketing that really uh, VRBO has been doing a lot of television commercials and things like that here in North America that they hadn't been doing previously, uh, they really got a jump ahead on, um, on the large, large homes. Um, so that did come down slightly for me and so much so I actually turned it off <laughs> the large home. I turned it off in VRBO. I'm like, forget that. <laughs> you know, I don't want so many bookings to come through that way. And, uh, and so that was yeah. to, to conserve some margin and get more direct bookings and create exactly. some more available in your calendar. Less, so yeah, pay less expenses with processing fees and stuff like that. I, I can save a lot of money that way. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Uh, when you've got sort of fixed costs of your properties, that extra 10, 15% margin, it, it, it really increases your profitability by, by more than that 10, 15%, right? It can double your profitability if you're, uh, depending on how you're doing. Um, cool. All right. So um, what I love about you is that you've got, you're doing that side of it. You're also running a tech company now and understanding sort of that guest journey of guest booking um, direct and booking through um Flabo as well. Uh, tell us about Flabo quickly, how, how it works, what it is. Yeah, so Flabo is really easy uh, where any host can join up. It's very similar to maybe an Airbnb VRBO experience where you can sign up and just list your properties very easily. We do require uh, documentation that proves that our hosts are owners, so we do a verification process there before their um, listings are published. And then from there, we just our job at Flarbo is just to like drive all the booking inquiries that we can to that uh, property. And then from there, the host just takes over. So we have the inquiries sent uh, to their dashboard or to the, and a copy to their email address of their business uh, that they choose or even their personal, whatever. And then from there, we feel that they're the best to really take that lead and then uh, turn it into a sale. Um, for us, it's like on average, for every five inquiries, you get uh, one booking. For me as a host, I can close uh, a booking to every three inquiries. So, I mean, there's a lot of tools that we as hosts have that are our own tools and 
branded tools that we I send all of my inquiries that come in to my own website so they can view a better video of my properties. And then they fall in love with the information that's on my, my website. And then they like all the extras that I provide, such as, you know, free membership to the fitness club that's close by. Um, you know, all the extra amenities that I have. I have two sets of washers and dryers. I have a barbecue grill. I have a, a charcoal grill. I have, you know, two full fridge, full-size fridges, stuff like that that's really extra with all the bells and whistles in my houses, like the backyard beaches, all that kind of jazz, the tiki huts and stuff. So they really, I really find that that flow of my inquiries that I have, like a journey that I follow, after I get the inquiry, I send them to my website, then I send them the quote right away, uh, really helps me close the sale in the best way possible, which I can't do from a site like a Airbnb or VRBO because I, I don't, can't get the contact details from that guest. I can't get them off that platform. So that was a huge sticking point for us, uh, my co-founder and I, Michelle Totini, and that's why we made Flarbo. And we feel that really our hosts are the best ones to close the sale to the traveler, and that's where they'll have the most success. Um, so it's going really well. We have, like I said, there's so much demand and not enough supply. So we'd love to get more people on board. If you're in the Florida <laughs> area, you have a, a property in Florida, hit us up. <laughs> we'd love to hear from you. Well, and, yeah, when's um, when's the uh, when's the global domination coming uh, coming in? When's that in your so, in your plan? Because so, obviously there'll be people listening from all over the world saying this sounds great. We want to get on board. Yeah. So right now we're just focusing on Florida until we perfect it. And um, I mean, it's a thirty-three billion dollar business in Florida for accommodations. Uh, so we're really focusing on that. There's a lot of work to do, but uh, yeah, we actually are have stemmed off into a different um, uh, branch of business where it's software. So that we'll be considering maybe um, starting up like franchises for other people around the world. So we'll see if that that uh, transpires. That's that's a, that's in the future. We want to uh, really perfect Flarbo right now and and focus on really. Uh, maximizing the state so that we can really uh, provide a great product to both the travelers and the hosts. And then and then we have a side uh, core business that uh, is in beta right now. And that's where local businesses uh, like fishing charters and, you know, tours, you know, rentals, stuff like that will be able to also list their businesses so that that way the traveler doesn't have to leave the website. They can go ahead and book their rental and then they'll also be able to book all the things that they want to do, which, you know, as a guest journey, it's really a lot of planning that takes place and uh, it's really time consuming. So if we can provide that all encompassing core for the Florida market, uh, that's really what we want to do and really how we want to service um, our travelers. And then we have other ideas for the back end for the host as well with the marketplace that we'll be able to provide them. That's also beta coming out. So we really want to be like the hub of everything to do with Florida vacation rentals and the whole experience of booking a holiday. So. It's exciting times. Tell, tell me your thoughts about the experience side of things. So one, I think that's been the biggest change of the past few years is that in the past you might book a, a short-term rental or an Airbnb and it's just a house or a property that you're booking and you're kind of choosing the, you know, whether you want to be by the beach, whether you want to be in the mountains, in the countryside, wherever you might want to be and then you'll look for properties and then you kind of self-curate the experience and you go, well, Hey, what am I going to do in the area? Instead of the the older way of traveling, I feel that it's changed, and now we're uh, trying to book a whole experience. So we want to know that not only are we booking accommodation, we kind of expect the accommodation to 
help us a bit because they understand the area a bit better and to say, hey, you can do all these wonderful things when you're here. What are your feelings on the market changing in, in that way? I 100% feel that the market's changing, and I feel that really the vacation rental itself is becoming the destination. And the reason why I say that is because I'm seeing in a lot of the new homes that are being brought into the marketplace, in, in Florida specifically, that these homes are really becoming the destination point for the traveler in respect of I'm seeing like, oh, like putting greens in the backyard and I'm seeing, you know, the backyard beaches, which I talked about and the tiki huts and like really that, that home is becoming the resort. And I think that's a product of COVID. Um, and I don't think it's a bad thing because I think that, you know, a host of any size property can really get an edge over the next door neighbor. If they're putting something special and different in their property, that's really making it like a destination experience. And not only that, but as a host, like you're saying, really, we are the next point of contact. Once that traveler books the property, that is probably the next question, which is where are the best restaurants or what is there to do? Or do you know where I can rent a boat? Or, you know, like the next questions come. So if you're a host that has, is savvy, first of all, and that you see the opportunity that there's, oh, there's leakage in my business. You know, I could either profit off of this information that I'm giving people with affiliate links to these um, of experiences that I want to um, get my guests to go to. And in turn, they're going to have, an, not only will you make a cut of that money, but your guests are going to have such an amazing time at your location of your property, in addition to what kind of value you can add to their experience. And then they're going to come back to you again and again, and they'll get all of their friends to recommend, to, they're going to recommend you to all their friends, et cetera. So then you get that duplication, and then they're going to post stuff on social. You're going to get access to all their people with all photos of their great trip. People are going to ask questions. You know, it just, you know, this little concept of, you know, just being like the best host you can be just can just flourish into such a great business. Um, yeah. So I definitely think it's a huge shift in the market. Yeah. And so uh, on that, actually, and this is a, this will be of interest to everyone. When you are doing the branding part and you said that you've got a number of properties, are they all sitting under one brand or are they all individually branded? So the my property domain of my website is very keyword friendly. It's AMI Home Rental, so .com. So, but how I've branded the houses are just with like a special um, keyword that is in every single name of the property. So for me, how we chose it was there's a, a Serenia, which is the name of the order of a, an animal that's endangered into uh, in our area, which is a manatee. I think you have. Dugongs, is that what they're called in Australia? I'm not Dugongs? sure. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, they're yeah. like big walrus type animals that float in the water that are really plant eating and then they move slowly. Anyway, they're very endangered in our area. So right. that's where I came up with the name Serenia, which I thought was really great because, you know, it, it's got the boating vibes, which all of our properties are on deep water canals. So that's the kind of branding uh, that we brought into it. So we have that little animal as our logo, um, which is not so much of a house 
thing where you're recognizing the house, but you really it's a catchy name and then nobody else has it. And then, you know, so it's Serenia Cove is one of the uh, houses named Serenia Beach House. Serenia by the Sea is another name of the house. So really that's how I branded. And if somebody's looking up my properties and they see it on VRBO, let's say, they know the name of it, they can easily just pop it into, you know, a Google search and you'll see everywhere that that, uh, where I've worked on to get that house listed, including my own websites, including Flarbo. Um, so it's very easy for somebody who's a traveler price conscious person who doesn't want to pay that traveler fee on the large OTA to find my rentals elsewhere on the internet. So that's a really good tip that um, will help you save a lot of money in processing fees and it'll save the traveler a lot of money. It'll give you an edge over your competition because right now, is my last guess paid $700 for a traveler fee I mean that's US that's crazy town that's like a thousand Canadian <laughs> it's like yeah. that's a lot of money so people are wising up they don't want to have to pay that kind of money for you know just pressing the book now button on a on a listing site but uh, yeah so that's basically how we branded to really make sure that uh, we're easily found um, if somebody's searching for houses by name. I love it. And then so so with that brand, that master brand, uh, so you've linked it all by name. And is this, and they also linked, and one one thing that you said is they're all, uh, they, in terms of their location, in terms of the setup, they're all, they've all got a commonality. Are you selling the same brand as the same level of sheets, the same level of service, uh, the same Nancy McAleer touch, fairy dust put onto each property as they come in so that then when you're doing your marketing and this is what we're going to talk about is the email marketing is tying that in so that if someone stays in one property then you can sell them another property and then it makes sense for them to go okay cool i know what i'm going to expect is this all conscious in your marketing plan um and is what, what can you teach us yeah, it's very conscious in all of my thought processes and the marketing and the branding so that at any home, we, we always have two washers and dryers. So that way we have large groups um, and we don't want the cleaners to take the linens out. You know, they, we've got the Weber barbecue grills and stuff. So the quality that we're offering is all standardized throughout the whole houses, all different houses. And then it's all the same type. We're after the boaters who are coming to Florida to either enjoy kayaking or boating or jet skiing or, or trailering their boat. We have a lot of people that trailer the boats um, down to Florida from different states nearby. So we're going after those people. So that's really a niche. So from there, even on my website that I'll go ahead and create a boater's guide specifically for Anna Maria Island. So that's another opportunity for me to capture that niche market uh, who I know is going to love my houses and are going to come back to me again and again and again looking for that type of vacation that they really crave. And um, other other kind of ideas too on the website where you know, you're really hitting the need of that guest. So I have a free trolley guide. So that's another question that I guess a lot, which is, you know, how, where does the free trolley run? What are the schedules? Uh, because it's free to take it from the top of the island to the bottom, etc. Um, kayaking guide, where can I kayak? So I've taken my favorite spots, I've done a map, I've done everything you need to know with high SEO content information of expertise information. So I've loaded it up with tons of information, stats, uh, outgoing links, etc. 
So it's really content rich in SEO. So that's another way I'm attracting people who are, you know, looking for information on the trolley. Oh, they see my website, they see my properties, they send a, you know, request to book, etc. So more information. So that whole user experience, guest experience, it's it's multi-purpose really because it's serving attracting new people as well as nurturing my guests that are staying with me. So, did I get off topic? <laughs> no, no. And I think that that's the wonderful thing is that you've got such a deep, deep understanding of uh, this industry and of this space. And you, you really thought about what you're trying to do and how you're going to do it. And you've executed and it's working. And of course, there's, there's so many different ways to, 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 to skin a cat, so to speak. Um, and for you, because you've done that focus, you've got so much knowledge that you can impart with people and they can go, oh, this is what I need to do. Because I think that a lot of people, it gets really overwhelming and you go, all right, what am I going to do? And they're kind of jumping at one opportunity, another opportunity and not doubling down on what they've got and really getting the numbers to, 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 you know, grow exponentially. So, so it's all good, all good on my end. So email marketing, email marketing, email follow-ups, email automation overall. So I kind of, I think everything we've been talking about leads itself really well. So I think people understand what it is that you're doing. Now, what does that look like for you? So for me, the, what I thought about is like that whole guest journey as well. So the things that I'm doing that I'm doing on my website are really well thought out, like you're saying, and I do it based on need. So all those questions that you're getting from your um, guests, you need to really focus on, okay, am I getting asked the most of like, where is the best winery? You know, okay, you know, I need to do like a winery guide with a map and I need to like you know, talk all about the wineries and the wines that they offer and the vineyards and the, you know, types of grapes and everything. Like, so that's it. Really start with the need of um, what's happening with the guests that you have. And that will simplify where you're starting from. Um, and then you're, then when you talk about an automation, really I use a lot of newsletters and in addition to my property management software. So when a guest books, I mean, it's an automated trigger that's sending out, you know, the rental contract and all the boring and dry stuff like, you know, payment details, that kind of thing. And then I hit them with something that's really fun, which is the first email newsletter, which is a planner, which is a lot more exciting, you know, in terms of, you know, hey, you know, here's some of my favorite restaurants, top 10, like start thinking about it, start getting excited. Um, join my social media um, channels, um, share this with all your, the guests, or I can capture all the guest emails and send it out to the, a lot of them that are in the group. So the whole idea of it is to like, really, I'm trying to think through the whole process to try and figure out what will the guest need at a certain time frame of the booking window, which is the booking window is like how many days out until they arrive at the house. And even after, what do they need after they're gone from my house? So, you know, I just want to think about all those things that I want to make sure that that person has in terms of information and what I want them to do. Like if I want them to join my social channels or if I want them to go on the website, I want them to read the information about what interests them. Um, so I give that in little peppered information, maybe in the second newsletter, you know, um, if because people want to go on vacation for 
different reasons. They don't all want to go to like, let's say the winery. So you want to give them a couple of different options to really get them excited so that they reach their own vacation goals, right? So that might be like the second newsletter that I'm sending out. And then, um, then I think later on when, you know, um, the third one is probably when they're closer to check-in. And then that's where I just want to get rid of all those questions that are coming to me from travelers. <laughs> like, I don't want to answer those questions over and over again. I'm like, let's get working smarter here, you know? And I just include everything in the newsletter that people are asking me all the time. Like, what's in the house? Do you have a coffee maker? Um, what's the Wi-Fi password? You know, like all, all those questions you get asked over. Is there any children's high chair? All that jazz. So all those questions that you get asked, those what I call housekeeping questions. Have you, um, have you, have you put a QR code and uh, have you put the Wi-Fi password into QR codes yet, Nancy? I haven't. No, no. I, a, a I did a video my... on that. I did a video on that yesterday and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's literally a 30 second job. It's 30 seconds. You can put the, all the details, they scan it with their phone and it automatically logs them in so they don't have to go and start punching the passwords. I'm going to do that now because that'll be so much better. <laughs> links, links below, links in the comments. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to them. Awesome. So yeah, so uh, I mean, you just think about those automations of the emails, newsletters, and, and in association with your triggers on your property management software. And then you decide what you want them to know, when you want them to know it, and then before check-in, and then you want to minimize what you're doing like work smarter not harder you know and then they stay and then you know the departure email comes after they've left so they're still in that happiness high of their great experience with you and then you know you thank them for staying and um then i show them like here you know if you booked on an ota like you know here's an example of what you may have paid so book with me next time and then i might want to hit them with one more as a follow-up reminder you know, and offer them like some kind of benefit, you know, what I call a coupon code, which is not even a coupon code, you know, like book with me again, and I'll give you an extra hundred dollars off kind of thing for mm -hmm. seven nights a day. So, you know, just hooking them to come back again and again and again. And some people will come back every year and some people will come back every two or three years, you know, so it's, it's just a really great way to automate your business and Ease, really easy, a great way for your travelers, your guests to receive the information because they can pick and choose what they want. It's really juicy, lots of photos and fun stuff. And um, and easy to share for uh, sharing it with the rest of people in their group. So yeah, works. So one thing that I've noticed about what you're talking about is that you're very cognizant of your guest. Yeah. And one thing that, that I can tell on this comes back to what we were talking about before is the avatar, the demographic of people that are coming, the information that you're giving is going to be really catered to your particular circumstance. So uh, let's, let's, let's play around a little bit and say, if you, let's say you're not even targeting uh, vacations, you're saying that it's going to be corporate travelers, or you're going to be, you know, people that are working on a local pipeline or whatever um or you've got an apartment in the city those emails that are going to go through will be al almost dramatically different uh, in terms of the timing of them in terms of the content of them um in terms of the feel good of them uh 
do you have any comments about about or any recommendations you would have for people that aren't in your kind of world in terms of how they would construct the email sequence yeah so i mean you definitely need to understand who you're talking to so i mean when you talk about corporate that's triggered me a few things that you could do. I mean, if I'm doing some kind of corporate, you know, getaway, you want to make sure you talk about the Wi-Fi, you want to talk about the speed, you want to talk about the workspaces, you want to talk about the nearest place for, you know, if you don't have a printer or you want to get a printer, um, you know, all those things, nearest office space. Also, you're thinking about, okay, corporate retreat, let's do something fun. Like, do they want to do a, a chef that comes in? Do they want to do uh, like a yoga thing coming to the house as an experience? So all those things you can think about and then reach out to people in the area and see if you can make some kind of networking deals going on where only you're the one that's offering this kind of great experience to your perfect avatar. Um, and then that's how you're going to start creating that content. Um, Start with your website and start talking about this great experience you can have in your area um, only at your rentals. So you're talking about your in-house chef, you know, you're talking about the kind of menu that he, he or she could offer. You're talking about, you know, how many people it can host up to you. You want to put in great photos of it and that kind of deal. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of ideas that you can have, but it's definitely you want to talk, you want to, you want to start with your whole avatar start with a line basically you draw from the left to the right and then you can have you know timed out of what you want them to know and when you want them to know it and then just write little ideas under that date you know okay i want to know them to know about this i'll need them to book that chef at least a month in advance so we can get it on her schedule or his schedule you know things like that you kind of have to think about the logistics behind the whole automation process you know you need we really need to hit them at the correct time with all the information so for some of my stuff like i don't want to send out my, my guests book really far in advance like at least a year sometimes most of the time and you know i don't want to hit them with here you know go to my things to do page and you can rent golf carts if the booking cycle of the affiliate link doesn't even have a schedule up until like a month prior to they you know arrive. You want to make sure that all those logistics are going to work out. So you almost want to test it as as a guest too to make sure it makes sense. And that's yeah, how I ab that's absolutely. How I think I think that's a great tip. So we use a lot of automation in our business uh, with our clients and with communication. It's it's pro prolific. We've got probably around about 180 templates that we pull from and and we. We do automation chains, and uh, when we start running them, we'll always send them to our team um, and just see how it feels when it's coming through. And go, oh, actually, that one didn't make sense. How come I got this email two days after I got this one, and, and then it doesn't work? So actually being in a real-life situation and running those uh, those campaigns is really important. On that note, um, the, the tracking of it, do you do any sort of – do you have – does your PMS show you uh, your open rates, the click rates, and do you do you look at that over time and you go, okay, cool, it's people are opening it or they're not opening it? Uh, what kind of visibility do you have? Yeah, so the open rate is super high, like really high. I'm I'm talking at least fifty to sixty percent, and then the click through rate is it's it's healthy because some of my emails are not so much click through, like I'm just giving them lists of what's in the houses for them to understand 
what to pack and what not to pack. That I don't expect a lot of click-throughs on. Um, but definitely, um, you, I, I, you have to track those, right, to see if what you're sending out is enjoyable and useful to your guests. Um, and then a lot of times I'll have people that just email me back a question right away. As soon as they've received the newsletter, because it's coming from my, my, um, my email address that I use for my business, uh, I keep it the same because it's a small business. I, you know, I'm not going to spam people. It's not going to be, you know, uh, an issue with my, my email. And, and they'll just reply back with another question or, you know, more more details that they might need to know. So I know that they're using it often uh, in addition to the click-through. And then I, I can also see it in the bookings, too, with my affiliate links. Uh, so that's another KPI indicator that they're successful. Yeah, that you're doing well on them. Yeah, look, I think that that's, that's a key part is that you can do, you can see that open rate. And one of the things that I would give as a tip, and I love your thoughts, is quite often, like you said, all right, map out the journey, right? So you're saying one month before, and this is, this is an important one, is that you're doing probably a first email just after they've booked, and then everything else is relative to when they're staying rather than the other way around, right? So if it's six months or two months or three months, then you're, you're creating those, those emails. Um, yeah, so like maybe six months before they come, you want to send them to your blog so they can get ideas about, you know, what's, what's happening. Or you want to send them to some guides, you know, so they start thinking about stuff that they can do. Um, and then, but like you said, as you get closer, when they're starting to pack, you know, maybe that's got to come out a month before or three weeks yeah. before and, and as, they'll be starting to packing and stuff. Yeah. And as you said, um, so you've got, you've now kind of mapped out roughly what you're thinking and then a lot of people won't really know what to put in the email or they'll kind of think, and then they'll start to populate the email. My biggest tip is just put what you think should be in there. Start sending it out, and as Nancy just said, okay. you will get your audience will tell you what they need in the email because they'll send you an email with the next question, and they'll say, "Oh, what about what about the local places to go swimming or whatever?" And then all of a sudden, you go, "All right, we got that question. We can add that back into the email <laughs> chain, and then we're giving that information on the on the um, front foot." Um, and the same thing is that if they've already checked in and they're in your property. And they're still asking you questions about whatever you've got. You can go back and you can go, hold on. We could give that information at different stages of the booking process. Um, yeah. I've got, and then the uh, other thing is too is just don't. Uh, sorry, Bart. I'm going to pop yes, in just right. to talk, you know on the newsletters themselves. Don't put too much information in the newsletter itself. You really want to have a lot more photos and click through buttons, the call to action buttons, so that they go to your website. Because you want people on your website and you want people reading on your website because that's also going to help you increase in your Google rankings. So people are staying on the page longer. They're looking at things or reading things that are relevant to them. They're not going on and bouncing off, you know, like that's the biggest, I think, challenge of hosts that have, you know, one, two, three properties like myself as a host. It's the biggest challenge is to keep people on your website so it's relevant and to draw people in. So you really want to make sure that the information in the newsletter is like a, a nice photo that's really juicy and exciting, a little bit of information and click through to read or click through to buy or click through to book, you know, whatever the call to action is at that, that time for that thing that you're putting in the newsletter. Don't do like a an essay because that's boring. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to read that. 
Yeah, look, yeah, I'm I'm in the in the camp of three fives and sevens, so three points, five points, seven points if you must, um, but no more than that. And if you've got more than that, just you're asking way too much from people to to read it, and they just won't read it. Yeah. Uh, so two questions. Uh, one of them is video. Have you started using video and uh, to in in the, that email chain uh, at all? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are they videos of you or are they videos of the local area? What what kind of videos are you using and how, so and how much success are you having with them? Yeah, I was really lucky. I was uh, chosen by uh, Matt Lando. Um, he has a vacation rental marketing blog, and also he has a, a show called the Vacation Rental Show that he does. He goes around to vacation rentals, and I think it's on the web right now. And it's also picked up by a few networks overseas. Um, so anyway, I hosted him once, uh, at our, one of our houses and he did, and, and the whole concept is more like an Anthony boarding kind of thing where he comes in and he enjoys the area. He meets the people. It's really like a local flair of what he showcases. And then I was down there at the same time. So I got to do some of the activities with him. Like I got to go riding horseback, uh, horseback riding in the water, which is really cool. And, uh, things like that I got to go with him for dinner. So that I included in my email, and it wasn't just to show off. It was to showcase the area, really. It was like, you're not excited yet? This will make you excited. You know, here's, watch this and see what you can do in the area. And uh, it's just kind of neat um, to have that kind of thing. And even if you don't have something like that, it's very easy to go ahead and make, like, a little video for yourself. There's so much software out there. Um, where you can go and take, be the tourist in your area for, you know, and take little video snippets of what there's things to do and what you can eat and just, you know, be like a little TikToker and like put a nice little video together. And then that's really easy to load up in the newsletters. And so, uh, on that, my, my top tips for videos, if you have no experience with it and you want to do something, think 30 seconds to one minute, that's it. Do not go any more than that. It's too long. No one wants to watch it. I promise you. Uh, <laughs> the second tip that I have is put together a few different things. So you might do a quick walkthrough of the house. You might do a quick introduction. Hi, welcome. You might go to the local cafe and just do a few uh, still pictures as well of um, some of the food. And then jump onto Freelancer or onto Fiverr and get them to give them all the content and just say, hey, can you edit it and make some sort of a video for us? Yeah. What's an even better tip is if you don't want to do your own video and if you're not, if you don't really need to and your business isn't that big, um, use a local tourism um, video. They've got, they spend a lot of money on doing exactly this and finding the best things to do in the local area. Just put that video in. What you're trying to elicit is an emotional response. Uh, from people. And then the last tip I have is do not try to sell the property, try to sell the experience. No one really cares about the, the you know, like the couches and stuff. That's not the medium to, to give people this information. The video is not about trying to itemize the, the, the property. Uh, any, anything else that I'm missing or any, anything else that you'd have to add? Yeah, I would just add that, you know, those property videos, I love drone property videos, by the way, like those, those, uh, Matterport ones drive me crazy. I like, I like the drone videos where they're high up. They're showing the aerial view of your property and it's proximity to whatever 
the excitement is to come to your area as well as doing the drone walkthrough in your house. But that video, I agree with you, Bart, it's got to stay on the property page that's on your website. That's not the video to send out in these kind of automated newsletters. Like that's the video that you use to hook the person to book. And then the other videos that you're talking about is really, I 100% agree with you, it's got to be the guest experience. It's got to be selling the area. It's got to be selling the local shops, the restaurants, the food, and what's there to do, and all that kind of jazz. And then that's the really, um, the thing that's going to set you apart as a fabulous host. So, yeah, go for it. Beautiful. Okay, so uh, I guess the uh, kind of wrapping things up, uh, we, we're quite reliant on our property management system to do the email automation, but I also do know that there's some that do it well, some that do it poorly, um, and then there's also some that, you know, where you've got all the OTA bookings, you're trying to kind of box things around. Have you got any experience using standalone software to do email marketing campaigns, and do you have any tips for anyone? Yeah, so I mean, you can use anything. You can use Mailchimp, Constant Contact. All those kind of email providers are great. And and just when you're doing that uh, workflow, that journey, the guest journey, all those automations don't have to come from the same place. That's a really good point, Bart. Is that those automations can come from your PMS at one point that's being sent to that guest, and then for the next time it's coming from Mailchimp or whoever your constant your your email provider newsletter provider is, and then you know, so all those things can be shot or the next one comes from you know something some other software. You can patch it like a little quilt, <laughs> so to speak. I want to probably a bad word, but. Uh, to make sure that that guest journey is hitting them from all different software, although it's unique to the entire experience that they're receiving in their email inbox. You know, I've also, you know, got text too. We haven't talked much about text. You could do a text automation as well um, and include something fun and jazzy in there too. Um, so that, I mean, there's all different ways to hit that guest for that really robust experience. Um, so don't just get tied up on, oh, I can only come from this one software. I think that that's a real, it, the vacation rental industry is changing so quickly and there's such, such an abundance of information and software out there that, um, you could definitely find something that's going to be great. That's going to trigger for you at the right times. Yeah. And look, I think that, uh, if anyone out there is looking for software and looking for solutions, um, the, the idea for a lot of people is I'm going to get one solution that does everything. Uh, generally, in my experience, it's very, very hard to find a solution that does everything really well. Yeah, uh, find the best of breed yeah. if for you, the. For, if you find well, it, let me know. <laughs> this is it. So fi find the best in breed for what you're looking to do. Get it working. Once you understand what you're trying to do and how you'd like it to work, then you can always look at solutions that's going to work with what you're doing. So, you know, you you if it's email now, do email, and then you go, all right, then I need SMS, then you might need to get another tool. Um, or, you know, but try to find one that does email fantastically, SMS fantastically, that integrates here and does all of that, plus has customization for to understand who your customers are and what they're, it's just super complicated and, and costs you a lot of effort, money, and it might not work. So just deal with what you've got. Um, and then afterwards, you can look at those bigger systems that, that can that can help you out. Um, Nancy, 
I do not have any more questions for today. I have many, many questions in general for you. I want to thank you once again for coming onto the show and joining us and dedicating your time to us. I do appreciate it. Now, is there anything that the community can do in return for your time? Oh, gosh. Well, just spread the word if you can about Florida Rental By Owners. If anybody has a property in Florida or if anybody's interested in listing site information software, uh, you can hit me up. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. I'm at nancy at floridarentalbyowners.com. It's a bit of a mouthful. Uh, or you can go to Florida Rental By Owners website and submit a, a question in the contact form. We'd be happy to help you out and happy to answer you. I'm also on LinkedIn and everywhere else <laughs> look folks uh, nancy is one of the people to watch in this industry um i have no doubt whatsoever and i think that as you scale and as you grow you've got the the hospitality experience which you're now you're putting into the tech um experience and the guest experience i think that you're definitely one to watch and uh when uh when you're looking for an investment make sure that you hit me up and my people because i'm sure that uh people will want to contribute to your journey so uh once again thanks a lot um for those of you that aren't subscribed make sure that you hit that subscribe button give us a like i'd love to hear your comments and your thoughts on this episode uh Show notes are at the bottom, so you've got all the links that you'll be able to follow and click on um, to be able to get in touch with Nancy. Once again, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and uh, have a great rest of the day. Thanks, Brian. It's always fun. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can find us at theaccommodationshow.com where you can find all the show notes, links to resources we have talked about, and transcripts from the show. I really do appreciate you listening. And if you'd like to support the show, then please subscribe, leave a comment, and share it with others.